Vox Quick Hits. Hello and welcome to Ask a Book Critic. I'm Constance Grady, the book critic for Vox, and I give recommendations that will suit your mood. So either how you are feeling right now or how you would like to be feeling instead. So if you tell me what you want to read, I will find you a book. Let's get started. Hi, my name's Jan. I'm Colin from Chicago. I was wondering if you had any recommendations for a very particular 2020 book mood that's at the intersection of post-apocalyptic fiction and alternative history. Thinking of in-depth histories of the end of the world. You know, this is like the, the alternative timeline in 1122-63, the book within a book from 1984, big chunks of World War Z, or honestly the first couple chapters from lots of post-apocalyptic fiction like The Stand or Station Eleven. I'm looking for something that does a deep dive into the world-building slash world-destroying as an end in itself rather than just a convenient device either for a particular plot point or to set the stage for the main plot that comes later. The more gratuitous political and social detail, the better. Thank you very much. So for this one, I have a few ideas. First of all, because you're a you Chicago guy, as am I, I'm going to recommend you sort of a company woman. Um, Ada Palmer teaches history at the University of Chicago, uh, but she also writes these very, very literary science fiction books. So she's written a trilogy called the Terra Incognita Trilogy. The first one is called Too Like the Lightning. They've won a bunch of awards. They're incredibly smart. And the books take place in the 25th century. So you don't actually get like a ton of information up front about the way the world developed in the way that it did. So it's not going to line up exactly with your prompt. But the reason I think you'll like this is she's really, really interested in the way the politics of this world are organized and how those politics affect the people living in this place. So her sort of starting premise is that the 25th century will feel as far away from our current culture as the 15th century feels from us now. Um, so people have changed their value systems and the ways they think and speak in really, really profound and interesting ways. She just does very detailed, very thoughtful world building. It's basically the exact kind of world building that you would expect from a scholar of the Renaissance at an elite university who also happens to write science fiction. Uh, so give her a try. The next one I'm going to recommend for you is Parable of the Sower. So this is from the great Octavia Butler. This is a fun one. It starts in the 2020s and it is a climate change apocalypse that begins with droughts in California. So, you know, Octavia knew what she was talking about. There's a reason she was a MacArthur genius. So the main character is a teenage girl. She's living inside this gated community. So she's in this relatively protected space. But as these droughts go on and society starts to collapse, there are all these riots happening outside. And she's sort of watching the collapse of society from within. One of the things that's really great about Octavia Butler is that she's always willing to sort of embed a utopia within her apocalypse. So she's not solely like, ugh, the world's ending and it's all going to be terrible. She is willing to give you hope for a better future. Um, and you get some of that in here. Another book that I think would work for you maybe is A Canticle for Leibowitz. So this is by Walter M. Miller Jr. It's post-nuclear apocalypse. 
And the premise is that after a nuclear war, there's this violent backlash against all kinds of advanced knowledge because that's what led to the bombs, right? So all that's left really of the pinnacle of human knowledge in the 20th century becomes this trove of books and documents that have been preserved in a monastery in the desert um, in the southwest of what is now the U.S., but is not so much post-nuclear war. So the book takes place in three parts, and there's 600 years between each part tracking the legacy of these documents. So you really get to see how this world develops and also how it got there in the first place. Unlike Octavia Butler, this is not a very optimistic way of thinking about the world. It's very, very dark, in fact, and kind of nihilistic. But it will walk you through the end of the world um, a few times over. And finally, there's one more book that I think is a really good fit for your question, which is The Power by Naomi Alderman. So the premise of The Power is one day women begin to wake up with the power to give off this electric shock, like the way an electric eel shocks people. And that means that the balance of physical power between the sexes flips. So there's a frame narrative where we see the end result of that change a few hundred years into the future, which is that the social power between the sexes has flipped too. So in the frame narrative, there is this sort of condescending older woman writer who's mentoring this young man and he keeps like apologizing for writing to her and being like, oh, I'm so sorry for wasting your time. I'll shut up now. But the bulk of the book is about the years immediately after this power emerges and what it looks like and how society is disabled and how this flip between the genders really functions. So The Power is actually one of the books that we read in the Vox Book Club in March. And I asked Naomi Alderman for our Zoom event how she developed the world for that book. And here's what she said. One of the things that's so compelling about this book is how elegant and and simple the premise is. And then you watch it unfolding over all the different corners of this big world. So with a premise that is this big and touches so many things, how did you decide where to go about looking? In the end, the decision that I came to was that I needed to put in enough variety to hopefully encourage readers to think about how it would Mm -hmm. impact their lives and to leave space for that. So I'm always interested by what people will say about it. You know, it's it's a sort of multi-purpose idea. Uh, somebody in the Q&A said to me once, I come from Afghanistan, she said, uh, how do you think it would affect women in Afghanistan? And I said, I don't know. You know, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know from you. Um, so I picked some places that are very familiar to me. So Roxy is a character who comes from a Jewish family, a partly mm. Jewish family in London. Uh, I, I wanted to get a try to get a bit of global variance, try to get a bit of um, ethnic variance in there. Mm-hmm. I I went for, as people who read the book may notice, a little programmatically, I've got somebody from politics, somebody from media, somebody from the world of crime, and somebody from the world of religion. And so trying to kind of cover some big bases there. That is all for this week. If you're looking for a book recommendation, you can email me. I'm at constance.grady at vox.com and be sure and use the subject line, ask a book critic. Remember, the more specific you can be about the kind of book you want to read, the better. Have a great day. Read good books. 
I will see you next time. Thank you.